Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. Happy Friday and happy Cinco de Mayo for all those celebrating today. Hope you can go enjoy some tacos and maybe a margarita tonight. (laughs) So I mentioned earlier this week when I put out my episode with Tara Clark that I was doing a motherhood theme for this month. So I think it's very apropos to mention the argument that my husband and I got into earlier this week about Mother's Day. There's so much I want to say about Mother's Day, and I'm sure over the course of the next couple of weeks, I will get it all in, but bear with me. This is what I want to share today. At first, I wanted to talk today about how to not be disappointed on Mother's Day, but I'm realizing that there's a lot of nuances to this, and there's a whole lot more there, and let me just get into it, and I'll explain more. So this all started because my husband wanted to knock out a time to be able to see his mom on Mother's Day and to celebrate with her, which I totally get. At the time this topic came up in our house, it just wasn't the right time to talk about it, as I'm sure you guys can all relate to. It was dinner time. The kids were home. We were both stressed from our long days. But my husband just like wanted me to agree to the plan that he had put together to have brunch with his mom and my mom that day because that checks the box and makes his anxiety calm down a little bit, at least temporarily. And I didn't really give him the response that he was looking for because obvious, right? It's my mother's day too. And maybe I want to do something else. I don't know. I haven't really put thought into it yet, to be honest. Which, honestly, I'm sure this is a very typical conversation and stress point in, like, probably 97% of households right now because everybody's going through this trying to make plans a week and a half away from Mother's Day, right? So this whole thing got me thinking about Mother's Day in general and the whole concept of it. It's supposed to be a day to acknowledge and appreciate the mothers in our lives and all that they do for us. So as a mother myself, I feel like I'm entitled, right, to be celebrated that day. And that feels so weird to say out loud, but that's how I feel. And I'm sure that's how many mothers feel. And it's not wrong. It's not wrong at all to feel that way, right? We do so much. And we live in a culture where I think we've taken these kinds of commercial Hallmark holidays a little bit too far. So much that we can't help but get caught up in it all and to an extent set expectations and hope that it's going to be a very special day. And more often than not, the day that you romanticize in your head ends up being just like any other day. You see all these articles and podcast episodes out there right around now around how to avoid Mother's Day disappointment, right? There's all these tips like plan ahead. Tell your family what you want so they have time to be able to make it happen. 
reduce your expectations, take the pressure off your family, keep the right perspective, right? All these things. But I think there's something more here. I think there's a bigger issue at hand. So many women feel like Mother's Day is the only day in the whole freaking year that they can truly express their needs. And I'll take it a step further here too. Their wants as well, which women have been conditioned that they shouldn't have. Think about this. Our culture has made it appropriate for mothers to only express their needs and their wants one day a year. That's it. It's the one day out of 365 that it's okay to think about ourselves and ask someone to get us the coconut-infused pillow that we've wanted for the last year, which is me, by the way. And when we don't get what we want, which more often than not, honestly, is just a break from our families and a break from the ongoing tasks and the mental load that I talk about, right, then we feel disappointed. And again, this is a bigger issue. There's clearly a systemic problem in our culture Because mothers feel that they need to hold this one day on a pedestal. And I get into this a lot in my conversation with Beth Berry that I'm going to release next week. It's so eye-opening. And we get into the lack of support that's available for mothers. And we talk about how we can create it ourselves, right? So that we can stop the burnout and the disconnection and the judgment and the disappointment. I don't think lowering our expectations around this holiday is going to solve the problem. It's like putting a very small Band-Aid on a bullet hole. I think the holiday, again, is a commercialized Hallmark holiday, and we need to show moms that they're appreciated every day so that this particular Sunday in May isn't such a big deal anymore. So there's no pressure on anyone. It can be just like any other day. This all goes back to supporting each other instead of shaming and judging each other. And it also means finding ways that we can incorporate appreciation for ourselves or self-care, whatever you want to call it, into our ongoing everyday lives. I know that Mother's Day isn't going to be the day I've dreamed for. And instead of lowering my expectations of my family because I'm married to a man and I have a seven and a four-year-old, I'm not even going to play that game. I'm going to acknowledge it as a day to focus on other moms like my own mom and my mother-in-law and my friends who are moms because I do want to see them and I do want to acknowledge them and appreciate them. But I decided personally that I'm going to take some time off the next day, like the Monday after Mother's Day, and I'm going to have that be my day because right now my kids are too little and we're in too crazy of a stage of life. And honestly, I'm sick of thinking other people need to make me happy. I'm finally going to take my life into my own hands, and that's really empowering. So I encourage you guys to do the same, to go have the day you want to, whether it's Mother's Day or it's some other day, and do it on your terms, and be easy with yourself, okay? Shifting gears a little bit, I want to talk about one more thing today. I was inspired this week by an Instagram post that I saw. It said, Every time I get upset at my savings account after I paid taxes this month, I remember what I was told. My savings did what it was supposed to do. Money is to protect me. It is to be spent. It did its job. It protected me. This resonated with me big time. This was something that I absolutely needed to hear this week. Again, I come from such a scarcity mindset and a place of lack. 
you know, but I think sometimes we get so caught up in the rules, right? That we don't see the bigger picture. As women, we are conditioned to play by the rules and to do things right and do what we're told, right? And this is so much so for me that here I am almost 40 years old and I get anxiety when I don't play by the rules, when I don't do it, quote unquote, right. But we need to just blow up the rules and do things that work for us. I also had a large tax bill this year and felt a pit in my stomach when I had to pay for it with like my whole bonus that I got. But I had enough to cover it. And I realized that I'm lucky and not everybody does. And I'm grateful that I was able to save for this specific purpose. And that's the whole point. Money is a tool. It's meant to be able to bring us flexibility and to protect us and to allow us to live our lives. I think we forget that sometimes. We get so caught up with trying to do things the right way that we forget to just live our lives. We forget the ultimate purpose here. So let's try to focus our energy around the things that money does for us, right? Focus on those seemingly little things that are actually big things and appreciate them. Like money allows us to have shelter, to keep ourselves safe, to protect us physically, to drive a car so we can go to the things that we like, like to my son's ABC fashion show at his preschool this week. It allows us to eat and to fuel ourselves and to appreciate things like amazing oatmeal raisin cookies. I guess what I'm getting at here is mindfulness, slowing down and appreciating the flow, the ins and the outs, and not worrying so much about the accumulation of things and what all the rules tell us that we should do and how much we should have in our bank account. Because that keeps us stuck. So let's focus more on the flow instead. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next time. 